0: Welcome back in Main Street Sports today. Mo, uh, as you see there, Chris uh has a computer malfunction that that just hit him. So so Mo we'll uh will let you uh bring us back and get us ready for uh for our weekly guest.
1: Well, alrighty then. Welcome back to Main Street Sports Today. I'm Maurice Patton, along with JP Plant, pushing the buttons and sliding the slides and keeping us on the air. And um as we stall for Chris to get back, I um, want to welcome in friend of the show, voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Um, you, had, can tell,
2: you can tell just how f- we're in a new generation because it used to be pushing the buttons and turning the dials. Now no it's dials. sliding. Now it's sliding the slides.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's any dials. There aren't any dials, are there, JP? I, I don't really know what JP. Does, to be honest. Just, <laughs>
0: I'm, he likes I'm still, to keep it that way. I'm still trying yeah, to it, figure that out myself. But yes, yes.
1: He does like to keep it that way. It's two words, Chip. Job security. But there um, you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chip, you know it, it was kind of unfortunate. The, the accommodations that the Blue Raiders made for one of their favorite Blue Raiders and the way things went, but it didn't impact the Blue Raiders. They, um, they continue to roll at the glass house. That's correct.
2: Uh, you're, oh, and there's Chris. Nice He's to back. see him back. No kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, you, you know, that's right. Middle, you know, won their 11th straight uh, at home on Saturday. And, uh, it it was unfortunate, you know, that the way that the Titans season ended, but, you know, for Nick McDevitt and his team, you know, they're, they have, you know, their formula for success within conference USA is to, you know, number one, take care of all your business at home as much, you know, as much as you can and go try to get what you can on the road. And, you know, they, uh, The way the schedule has fallen, they were, you know, scheduled to open up at home with UTSA and UTEP. Those were postponed. They have now been rescheduled. At least we have the dates. We don't have the exact times yet. Uh, but, uh, but they had to go on the road, you know, went to a couple of tough places. Rice has proven to be pretty decent. Uh, and, and, and North Texas is one of, I think, the three best teams in the league right now. And, um, and so you, you go there, you end up starting on the road, then you come home and you have a three-game homestand. Now you turn back around and, uh, you know, the real estate gets a little tougher here as you have to go to Marshall, you go to Western Kentucky, and then you go to UAB before you come home. So the, uh, you know, you, if, if you try to find a silver lining in all of that is that with the UTEP and UTSA games having been rescheduled, you end up with more home games on the back side of the mm-hmm. schedule than you would have. and And the the thought is, okay, you're getting better, and it put, it gives Middle three or two weeks were in there where they will have three home games in a week and both on both of those. So you try to use that to your advantage.
1: Saw an interesting tweet yesterday, um, Chip. MTSU currently ranks 142nd on Ken Palm. Their record and point differential average against teams between 143rd and 358th, they are 10-1, and, and they're plus 11, basically, on average. Um, between 1st and 141st, they're 0-5 and, and a minus 10. So pretty much they're, they're beating the people they're supposed to beat. Now, how, how do you feel like you go about taking that next step? Well, I, I think, you
2: know, and I, I think you use Saturday's game, uh, this past Saturday's game against Southern Miss as an example. Uh, Middle was down 12 in the first half, 20 to eight, came back, cut it to three at halftime, and then uh, ended up winning the game by 14 uh, and, and had a big turnaround. They, w- The one thing that has been – pretty consistent and with most teams who are good defensively that typically is what is consistent uh they're we've talked about their depth all year we've we've talked about them uh being good defensively and they they have been outstanding defensively they you know it's it stats are crazy I, I, and but both teams shot eight point three percent from three on saturday Southern miss was one of 12, middle was two of 24 and and missed their first 17. So th- th- there lies the answer to your question uh, is how how do you how do you take that up a notch for those teams because you're about to play two of the next three are going to be rated above you. Western is going to be above you, UAB will be rated above you marshall probably not they're zero six in the league right now with a very young team but what you have to do is you have to combine those good defensive nights with with better shooting in particular from from outside the arc uh and if it's not going be smart enough to go to the rim and and, and that's what happened if you look at the stat sheet from saturday they, they still took 24 shots from outside the arc, but they also scored 48 points in the paint. So that tells me that they realized that things weren't going as well as they wanted from outside the three-point line, and they did take it to the rim and, and use their depth. They forced 17 uh, turnovers, got 19 points off those 17 turnovers. So they did the things they do well, and uh but you, you you certainly have to be better offensively on the road. If you're if you're hoping to steal one in particular at UAB or Western, you've got to be better offensively. You have to keep your defense like it is, but you've got to be better on the offensive end.
1: Now I wanted to ask you, Chip, is being better offensively, is that just Putting the ball in from outside the arc, or is that passing up some of those shots? Is it better shot selection offense? Well,
2: you know, I, I think I think I could make a uh, uh, I think I could make an argument for both of those A and B, depending on on the night. Uh, this past Saturday, I, I, it, to me, it looked like it was a hundred percent getting those shots to fall because they were getting good looks, good open looks. Uh, there are other nights when uh me and my my uh, partner have both you know seen shots probably go up early in the shot clock or not as good a forced three when that plus one pass could be made you know pass up a good shot for a better shot th- those kind of things uh so I, I think you know it's not a, a totally clear answer on on that, but it's it's interesting. You talk to the coaches, and they'll and they talk and they 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 say if you come watch us practice, you wouldn't believe how well we shoot. And then you come to come to the game, and, and some and sometimes mm-hmm. those things happen. And it's not the first time I've ever seen that either. But but uh, big uh, the big road swing coming up for Middle. But on the flip side of that, for the Lady Raiders. They win two out of three on the road. Now they get the th- the same three games against the same three schools at home. And uh, with Western or Mar- Marshall and Western coming up this weekend, you've got the two top teams in the Eastern Division right now. Marshall six and one, Western seven and zero. Oh. You've got them coming to your place and a chance to make up make up some ground.
0: Yeah, Courtney Whitson, a big part of the win over the weekend against southern miss Lady she's Raiders a she's a refuse
2: to lose girl she just 14, will not,
0: fourth quarter points man
2: yeah she just refuses to to let them lose and uh and and, and basically you know she she told she's told him at halftime coach Ensel last night on his coach's show he said he said we call there's a timeout we get into the huddle, Courtney starts talking and she starts, but he said, but the good thing is she was saying everything that was on my mind. (laughs) And so, and, and any coach will tell you if they are, if, if the team polices itself, whether it's Mm -hmm. from a discipline standpoint or, or even, you know, in a, in a, in a coach them up kind of standpoint, you're, you're in, you're, you've got a, you've got a really good team and you've got good parts there. So she is, uh, She's something else, and, and the, the, the two Russian girls really made uh, the, 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 the freshman, the, the big girl, she, she did some pretty amazing things. She runs the floor really well, and, and the other night she led the fast break on one drive in the fourth quarter uh, against Southern Miss. So, you know, they, they've got a chance to, to do some nice things here over the next couple of weeks and help themselves out in the standings.
0: Yeah, when, when you, you know, have these rivalry games coming to your place, it's always, you know, it's always kind of pride takes over at this point. And this team is not, you know, after winning last year's tournament, going to the NCAA tournament, that sort of thing, maybe there's there's been a little letdown here and there. But fact is that, you know, it's it's about playing your best ball at the right time. And this week is a big week for the ladies to be able to do, to start doing that.
2: Well, they're five and two right now in the league, but they're thirteen and four overall. And that's and that's with playing a really solid non conference uh schedule. So I don't think there's any any panic at all. I think they felt like they let one get away uh at at FAU uh and and you know they knew going the UTEP game was gonna be tough because UTEP is 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 one of the two better teams in the Western division. So I don't think there's any panic at all in that group. And I think they feel like they're only with as many new pieces as they have. I think they'll only, they feel like they will only get better as uh as they get closer to, to the conference tournament.
1: And you've got FAU coming here middle of you'll, next month as well. That's right.
2: You'll have FAU, FIU coming here. uh You'll have, what rice and uh, no? You'll have you'll have everybody. You'll have Charlotte and Old Dominion coming the last week of the season. So those those will be four, the other four really big games playing in your division. So so it, it's a uh, it you know we're not even quite to the halfway point yet. We're getting close uh, in the conference race, and and both both teams are are in are in pretty good shape.
0: Anything Speaking else with... going on over there? That's, yeah, uh,
2: that that's huge. Huge! Uh, I'll Sorry, give you uh, huge as uh, signing day celebration coming up. Uh, f- Groundhog Day, February second, will be a busy day. It'll uh, there will be the uh, the traditional Groundhog Day luncheon for Blue Raider baseball, which has you know one of the be- one of the greatest menus of all time. It has uh, ham hocks, white beans, cornbread, tomato salad, chocolate cake, and vanilla ice cream. That is uh, that is to uh, I used to say during that luncheon that uh, we're here today to kick off the baseball season. And Coach Steve Peterson reminded me one time during the luncheon after he came up that there were no kickoffs in baseball, so it'll be the first pitch for the uh, for the season. And then uh, and then on the on the night of February second, it's the signing day celebration, which will be at the Hendricks Stadium Club. You can contact the BRAA office if you'd like to be there to mix and mingle with the. Uh, with the assistant coaches and coach Stockstill, uh, part of that celebration will be a one hour TV show that we'll be doing on ESPN three uh, with myself, coach stock uh, and uh, several players. And we'll go through all of the signees show highlight videos, all that stuff. And in, uh, as soon as that show is over, he hustles back over to the Hendricks club and uh, answers questions about what folks just saw on the tv show so again if you'd like to be part of that 615-898-2210 is uh, is the number uh for the blue raider athletic association office
0: there you go chip walters choose chip at choose chip on twitter the voice of the blue raiders appreciate you hanging out with us as always each and every tuesday around this time so long as there's nothing else, you know, going on like a ball game.
2: Which okay. you you all, uh, who, who's who's the big game in Southern Middle Tennessee tonight? What's the big matchup?
1: Well, actually, um, the biggest matchup is tomorrow night when Independence goes to your old stomping grounds. But um, Chris is going to Santa Fe and Cully tonight. so
0: Always Num- a good time to get out to Fe. Number Culley.
1: five, Sandy,
2: Santa Fe. Number That's five,
0: right. Santa Fe. That's right. How About that, number five in the state.
2: That is that's great. That is that's terrific. And <laughs> and independence in, in central tomorrow night. That'll be good. That will uh, be good. You pulling might want to my, make your way over. Pulling yeah. my, pulling from my man uh, Roni Bailey's son, young Roni. He's, He's, right He's having a good year. Ball right now. Having a good year. Really proud of him.
0: boys. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. See you, boys. All right. When we come back, it's top five Tuesday. Top five nfl coaching openings so there's nine of them which ones do we think are the best so come back right after this on main street sports today